Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Oh my goodness. Stomping Jen. Yeah. Episode 82. Oh my God. Episode 82. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. How far we've come? 82 episodes. 82 episodes. (laughs) We've come 82 episodes to be precise. Very exciting. It's an entirely objective measure of how far we have come. Mm-hmm. So we've answered the question. Now, Yes. we have an exciting show. It is. Planned. I'm excited. Last week, we had on somebody who was attacked by a goose. Mm-hmm. This week, who knows? <laughs> we will hear, I am sure, mm-hmm. an incredible story somewhere along the way on mm-hmm. our journey. You have to live up to that guest of honor. And that guest is a member of our small Western Massachusetts community, Belchertown, Massachusetts. Her name is Lisa Stahl. Say hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and we're going to hear more about Lisa on the other side of the intro that you all know and love. But briefly, <laughs> I will say some words about Lisa, our guest. No, you're not. You're just going to hit the button. Really? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to introduce her. She can introduce herself. All right. <clears throat> Stomping Jen, in her infinite wisdom, has mm-hmm. made a... Executive decision. A directorial decision and has given me an instruction which I will comply with. Now, everybody just hang on a moment, please. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Have I mentioned that I created that music? Oh my god. Do you think if I move over to the left more? Go ahead. Oh yeah, that's much better. That's that better? the slack. Yeah. What slack? Because of the wire. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Stomping Jen has moved over. I moved over. And took up the slack. I took up the slack. Now... Let me dim this music a little bit. Uh-huh. This awesome, awesome music. And I mentioned before we went into the intro that we have a guest this evening. Stomping Jen would not let me introduce Lisa. I think Lisa should talk now. There's okay. been too much sauces, Frank. How dare you? This is my creation. Oh my gosh. Now, it would be nothing without your help Mm -hmm. and your talents but Mm -hmm. it's still mine Mm -hmm. so there can never be enough sawtooth frank poor lisa's like what did i get myself into yeah it's all gonna be fine so let's say hi to lisa shall we Uh uh-huh enough about me which there can never be enough of but let's just go on and say enough about me and say hi lisa hi lisa hi guys thank you for joining us thanks for having me (laughs) 
This is going to be fun, right, Stomping mm-hmm. oh, Jen? Oh, yes. yes. Now, Lisa, can you tell us why you're here? What do you do in our community? Uh, okay. Well, first, I'm a mom. I have three boys. Um, you know, we're pretty active in the community with uh, volunteer work for, you know, the different youth organizations, namely sports mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in town. I am also a group fitness instructor, one of the gyms in town, and a personal trainer. Um, and when all of this madness started back in March, um, myself and two other friends started this Facebook group for our community called Belchertown Helps, where it's just kind of a place for people in town to come to, to either offer support, ask for help or assistance, or just, you know, come together as a town and be there for one another. So that's a quick summary of who I am and <laughs> what I do in the community. Cool. And that, that, that is a lot. And it was very yeah. good. Now I'm curious, which sports are your um, kids involved with and that you're involved with? I'm just curious. Um, they, so we have an 11 year old, an eight year old and a newly three year old. Um, so the older, yeah. And you found time to do this? Nine. Oh my God. God bless you. The eight year old just turned nine. (laughs) (laughs) My husband just goes nine. (laughs) Yeah. God bless you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the life of three boys. Uh Um, yeah. So we have basketball, soccer, baseball. Uh, the little one was going to start preschool soccer, mm-hmm. but everything has come to mm-hmm. a halt. And, uh, you know, it's weird for them. They're so, we're, we as a family are always so busy running to practices and games. And my husband um, coaches both boys soccer teams and, you know, we help out wherever we can. So it's just really weird to not be doing anything mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk. I'm um, I'm really interested in talking to you about the Belchertown Helps page you set up, and also what it's like to have to teach fitness classes online and run a business that way. So, yeah. and believe it or not, a few weeks back, I was creeping, stomping Jen's Facebook friends list, looking for interesting people to talk to. <laughs> And before she even suggested you, I kind of I, I zeroed in on you as somebody I thought was particularly interesting because of how you and those other people kind of stepped up right at the beginning of this crisis to kind of um, try to assist the community. And we'll talk more about that. I have a whole list of questions for you oh, about that. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, but the first thing we'll do is we'll kind of settle in. We'll talk a little bit about you know, just kind of what's going on in our lives a little bit. We won't spend too long on that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking, we'll probably spend a lot He's, of time on that. He likes that. to talk. I do. Said. I love talking. That's okay. Yeah. I'm used to it at home. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, and then uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll start peppering you with some questions about those things that you're, you're up to. Um, okay. So that's what we'll do. But first, Stomping Jen. Yes. We would be remiss, yes. right? Because this crisis is still going on. This COVID-19, this coronavirus, what do you want yep. to call it? The, the Great Pause. The Great Pause. We renamed it. We renamed the great it. Pause. The Great Pause. 
a great pause. Somebody complimented us on that. Yes. Yeah, Who was liked, that? I don't remember. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody said they liked the great pause. Yes. I like the great pause. Yes. So during this great pause, there are some people we just want to continue to thank. And those are our frontline essential workers, right? right? Yes. Who are they, Stomping Jen? Oh, my God. <clears throat> all the people I can't believe on the it. front once lines. again i have been, to look at the list nine There's weeks teachers you have to check the list. and on. healthcare workers and mm-hmm. grocery store workers and delivery truck people yep. and the, the postal service we can't forget the postal i thought service. you were going to say podcasters she never remembers lisa to say podcast i wasn't done with my list okay go that's on okay that's Please. all right you can chill all you want this is not comfortable by the way all right well adjust yourself there um move your seat you'll be fine okay you're okay all right um listener stomping jen is propped up <laughs> i have like a thousand pillows because six I think pillows soundboard it got moved oh, somewhere well that's no good it's no one should move the soundboard so essential okay. workers let's get back to the point stomping jen yes. thank you thank you thank you um we appreciate everything you're doing. Yes. Right? And who else? Anybody that we should be thanking. Lisa. Yeah. Can you think of anybody we're missing? Missing lots of people, I'm sure. You know who I think really needs a shout out? Mm. I know they're associated with schools, but the food services department mm-hmm. for yes. the schools. Do you know that they served over 6,000 meals last week? Yeah. I saw that somewhere and I was floored. Yeah, it's crazy. It blows my mind. Yeah. Are they doing that just for our community or are they serving? Oh, no, it's no. it's anybody in the area who needs food. That is amazing. And those it are, really is. And those are free meals they're giving out, right? Free meals, yeah. Yeah. We gotta yeah. find. We gotta find out who those people are. We and can talk probably to them. get in touch with the woman who runs it yeah. and uh, yeah. have her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No that that is that is a great shout out um, because those people um, are really They're helping. They're heroes. They are heroes, they are and heroes. you know, I think a lot of us take for granted food security. Yeah. Right, but um, there are a lot of people out there who need help, who rely on schools to help, you know yeah, help feed, feed their kids. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, so they're they're fulfilling a really important need in our community. So um, thank you, thank you to those people. And finally, stomping Jen, we what? must we must ask what? our fans of the podcast to continue to download our episode, subscribe, yep. and tell share a with, friend. Share with a friend. Really, we're doing important work here, Stomping Jen. Yes, we're talking and, to Lisa. Yep. And so we <laughs> we want recognition and downloads and credit for all the great work we're doing. Oh, yes. Entertaining the masses. Yes. The yes. masses of people downloading our podcast. Yeah, so that's, that's it. We're going to start talking about what's going on. Uh-huh. In our lives. And we can't do that, of course, without playing what, Stomping Jen? Oh, the bumper. Another wonderful bumper. Oh. Hang on one second, Lisa. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. My goodness gracious. He created all of these bumpers. Yep. He's very proud of them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's that, the scream of like. That's the scream of Stomping Jen dying inside. <laughs> yes. All right, so we are in week nine of quarantine. Yes. Can you all believe it? I actually can't. 
What can't you believe about that? I, it's like a dream state. I don't even know. Like, has it really been nine weeks that we've been living it has this been. way? I've been counting. That's crazy. Yep. I have a calendar and I'm counting. Um, Lisa, how are you doing? Week nine of quarantine. <laughs> We're great. Uh, yeah. You know, it. every day is kind of like the same, but different. Um, Mondays tend to be a little rough, just getting back into the swing of things and getting the remote learning underway for the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's a lot every day is different and it brings on different emotions and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, (laughs) you just keep saying it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you just got to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Stopping Jen, how are mm-hmm. you doing? Well, aside from your recent medical news, we'll cover that in a second. <laughs> Why can't I just say it now? Just generally, because because I'm because I want to hear what how people are just generally doing. Uh, generally, I am still. I don't think that there are things that hit you in the strangest of moments. Um, Give us an example. Uh, somebody posted an article today. Actually, it was Madam N. Oh, Madam N. It's Madam been a while N. since she's I been know. on here. Okay. Uh, posted about an article written by Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters about okay. um, when live concerts might return to the world. Two and, years, right? Like two years? Well, I mean, it wasn't really about like when. It was more about the idea about live concerts. And it was hmm. just an emotional ball fest. Did you cry? <laughs> When where was this? I didn't see you. I, I was, was near you all right day. right next to you. You were on a conference call. Huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I see you're paying Uh-oh. attention. No, you were working. I was goofing off and reading a Facebook article and Oh, but I like to think I'm more observant than that. That's okay. That's oh, I'm okay. going to give myself the sound of disapproval. <laughs> I would have I would have rushed over immediately and started comforting you if I had known you were crying. <sighs> Anyways, you know, Go ahead. St- stuff like that, you know, the the camp situation that happened over the weekend where um, poor Ted, our, our pod son, uh, you mm-hmm. know, one of the things he really looks forward to every year is doing this hiking challenge with right. a group of people that they organize and um, they closed all the AMC huts for the summer. So they AMC, Appalachian, Appalachian Mountain, Mountain Club. Club yep. So they can't do their presidential range hike and... I had to break the news to him and he just looked at me and he goes, oh, that's too bad. And then he said, maybe we can just go on some hikes. Okay. And well, he's being a trooper. He is being a trooper. But, you know, my heart breaks a little with every yeah. little... I could see yeah, you're misting up now. ...passing thing that gets canceled yeah. or who knows when. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm glad you asked. Oh. <laughs> um, today I'm okay. Yes. Saturday, I almost didn't want to get out of bed. I was feeling so depressed. Yeah. You can attest to this. You were in a foul, foul mood. But I wouldn't say I was in a foul mood in the sense that I was angry or irritable. I was just down in the dumps. Like, I just was so depressed. And a lot of that was I was thinking about the long stretch ahead of us between now and and the start of the school year, if it starts at all. And like just how much this has tipped their lives upside down and how much they're missing out on experientially. Yeah. Like you just brought up a good example and it just got me so down in the dumps. Oh. <laughs> right. And then I started spiraling 
like I was like oh no it's Mother's Day tomorrow and I'm like feeling depressed what am I gonna do I can't lay here in bed and make this all about me like as much as I wanted to like wallow in my own misery yeah so I was like all right you've got a day to sit here and be miserable and feel horrible but you've got to get up Sunday morning get your shit together and just <laughs> do this Mother's Day thing the best you can because it's not all about you Sawtooth Frank mm-hmm. you did you a know? good job thank you mm-hmm. so <laughs> so that's did you have a nice Mother's Day Lisa? I did you know I had a range of emotions yesterday too yeah um yeah, and it comes in in waves. I feel like every few days there's just something that hits you in a different way. And uh, but yes, Mother's Day was nice. We made a socially distant visit over to my parents' house, and mm-hmm. they stayed on their front porch, and we stood in their driveway. And you know, the boys were very sweet and kind yesterday, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah. How are your um? Is it your your parents that you went to go visit, or? Yeah, my parents live in town yeah. okay. as well. <clears throat> yep. Okay, and are, I'm assuming they're um, slightly older folks. They're doing okay. Yeah, they're in their sixties. So okay. my husband does all the outings, the errands for all of us. Aww. He's the designated errander. Nice. The sacrificial lamb. <laughs> yep. The, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, the COVID shield. Yep. Mask yep. it up. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's good of him. Yep. Yes. Now, Stomping Jen. Yes. We alluded to this just a few moments ago. Yes. We have some shocking medical news <laughs> about you to reveal. Shocking. Do you want do you want to reveal it now yeah, to our so... to our listeners, to Lisa, to <laughs> I know obviously. Yes. But go ahead. Yeah, so uh I developed this, well, I had some pain after doing some yoga and mm-hmm. I was like, I just thought it was like mus- muscle pain. Right. And then all of a sudden this rash popped out over the weekend. Right. On your side. On my backside. Yep. Yeah. Your butt? My, no, not my butt. Where? Like backside right usually my ribs. butt. Like under yeah. my ribs, but in under the backside. Okay. Like, yeah. so on the back side of your ribs. Yeah. Okay. And so we had, we had argued, not argued, we had discussed it over the weekend right. and we were like, you thought potentially it was poison ivy. Yep. But I hadn't been out in anywhere contact with poison ivy right. that we could recollect in any yep. recent time. So. And I had another theory and which turned out being right. And you called the doctor today. I did call the doctor. And what was the diagnosis? So I have shingles. Shingles. Woo-hoo! Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, right. So uh, now that's not just an old person's disease, is apparently it? Apparently not. And um, you know, it's, it could be brought on by stress. And who isn't stressed mm-hmm. right now? So yeah, stress. You have stress shingles. I have stress shingles. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> Thank <Are> you. <laughs> Eek. Yeah, I mean it's not terrible, but Yet. my doctor said it's gonna get worse. Yeah. So luckily, I got some meds, and hopefully. Yeah, you got um, some antiviral yeah. medication. What I yeah. what I recommended you not do because I've done this, um, Lisa, is Google pictures of shingles. <laughs> <I won't. laughs> yes. Uh, 
stomping Jen. I don't want you doing this. Yeah. Uh, I just just focus just focus on what's happening here and now mm-hmm. with your with your rash, and hopefully it'll be fine. Yeah. But the good news is you've caught it early. Yeah. You've got medicine. I do. Right, and I think this is because we're fairly certain COVID nineteen ran its way through our household. Yeah. And who knows what that thing did to your immune system? Yeah. And how it stressed your body out, and how it um, yeah. potentially laid the groundwork right physiologically I mean, for this shingles. Right, it's not COVID. Right, it's not. It's COVID. not like COVID shingles. No, I looked. <laughs> it's I not like. Yeah, I looked at it. I looked at it, and I immediately said that is either poison ivy or shingles well i thought it was shingles because i had all that weird muscular pain like my whole side hurt i was yeah. like oh damn lisa and her oblique crunches oblique oh, crunches she no, did she did it. don't blame I, me she immediately blamed you i heard it i heard it no she didn't she didn't blame you at all don't blame me for your shingles no i did th- yeah. i did think however that it was the 75 minute yoga class i took wednesday evening that potentially was bothering yeah. me but um it didn't go away and then when that rash came i was like uh yeah yeah well you've done all you can right yep. you called your doctor yeah you got some treatment yeah and now we'll just cross our fingers and be thankful if you do google pictures of shingles you'll see people get it in their eyes Ugh. in their mouths Ugh. no thanks yeah <laughs> Yeah, let's hope it doesn't go that way. I don't think it will because you have it in that one spot, which oh, is where it man. usually appears. So, yeah. okay. All right. All right. So now I wanna I wanna give a bit of health news. As we all know, <laughs> a few weeks back I was suffering from the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I described how fatigued I was, Lisa, um, and how I just I could barely walk, and I would walk across the room and get tired. Mm-hmm. I remember when it like really hit me. I had gone out for my evening run. Now at this point, I was running, uh, what like three, three and a half miles, yeah. like five times a week. Like yeah, I was doing pretty well. Yeah. And then I remember one night I went out to do my run and I took a few steps and like my body just wouldn't do it. Like I couldn't mentally do it. I couldn't physically do it. I felt like I was running through molasses. That's when I began to suspect I had the coronavirus. Now, I'm happy to report. Yeah. I successfully ran yesterday. Um, was it Saturday? When did I go out for my walk over the weekend? Saturday, right? Saturday, to try to cheer myself go. up. Yeah. yeah. So, I successfully ran Saturday and today three miles. You did? Yes. You didn't even tell me. It doesn't tell me anything. Yep. I was terrified today, though, because there's nobody around that I would drop dead. <laughs> you told me all about all the people on the fields. Uh, that was Saturday. There were no people in the fields today. None. Oh, today. Oh, no, 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 no. Those were the, those were the recreational fields, not where I go. Oh, okay. Those were by the um, public school where yeah. I park my car. Yeah, where lots all those of people, people playing soccer and shit. Without masks and yeah. doing the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I feel like I, and I, like I can breathe like really good right now. Like That's I'm great. feeling like I'm free and clear of this coronavirus yeah. finally. I'm glad you're able to run again. After like seven weeks. I'm not able to run. Never. I hate running. Yeah, you hate running. Bamesies. Hate running. Do you do you like running, Lisa? 
Are you a no. runner? Okay. I no. I've tried many times to like it, and I, every time yeah. I go, why? Like yeah. I just don't get it. It's like the worst. Ugh. It's terrible. When I met Cardio. Sawtooth, he ran seven miles a day. I did seven Congratulations. miles. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? A body can only take so much of that for so long. Yeah, I did that I for like seven years and I just started getting tired. Yeah. Like I just didn't like it. You got to mix it up. And this, we'll talk about this, right? You're a fitness instructor and expert, Lisa. And <laughs> That's very kind of you. Right. Well, I get bored with things. Like when I do the same thing over and over again, even this walk I'm doing. I do oh, the, you're bored of the walk? I have to pick a new path because I'm getting mentally tired of it. Yeah. Like I do yeah. the same thing every day and I'm you like, do some strength training. Um, that's the last thing I need. But my, <laughs> my point is, what was my point? Stop I don't know. Jen. What is your, I point? lost it. I don't know. You started running again. Yeah. Yes. That was your point. Yeah. That was my point. Yes. And we talked about people not socially distancing. Oh, right. Briefly. Yeah. Have you observed you, have you left the house? Have do you, you have gone str- anywhere? Yeah. Do you have strong feelings about this? What is your position on wearing masks? I'm, I think you should wear a mask. Yeah. Period. <clears throat> okay. I'm I just, don't. yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it so I keep a mask in the car. Mm-hmm. So, right. So whenever I leave, it's there. Mm-hmm. And I just, I continue to be horrified. I'm going to play a little bit of music as I talk about this. This is called the social distance rag written by a friend <laughs> of ours. I just continue to be horrified by the um, number of people that I keep seeing not wearing masks. Like today, there's a bunch of kids together playing right. soccer, hanging out. Yeah. There was a, two families playing football. Yeah. Oh, and then all the people just walking around without masks. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, you know, I'm running by in my mask with my glasses fogging up, you know, tripping over the dog leash. Like, and I feel like they're laughing at me. We're all going to laugh at you. Right? But I'm wearing the mask, right? Because I care about them. Right. Right? I'm not really too worried to somebody who um, is presumed to have had the coronavirus. I'm not particularly concerned about getting infected myself. It's more, I'm really worried about transmitting it to other people. And I'm trying to think about other people. And it drives me bananas when I see people not wearing masks. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. What can we do about it? Lisa, Jen. We we can't do anything about it. I don't think we can do anything else. You just got to put your own mask on. I'm not going to say a word to anyone either. No, you might get shot. Right. Seriously. Yeah, I'm not that, I'm not, my days of social crusading are over. I'm just (laughs) going to sit there and silently resent people. Mm -hmm. Right. And just rage within my brain at Mm -hmm. them. And on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, There you go. Yeah. All right. So listen, people. Yes. Please. Wear your masks. This is not about you. Right. Please wear your masks. Wear the mask. Wearing is caring. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Logo. Wearing is caring. There you go. What do you think about that slogan? You should make, you should make a little cartoon about it. Where what, are you going with that? Should we come up with some other slogans? No. <laughs> your face... Is the place. <laughs> How's that? Your face is the place. For a mask. What rhymes with mask? Um, flask. Flask. <laughs> <laughs> that came out 
came to my mind. Class. Task. Task. Your, your task only is ta- to wear a mask. Your only task <laughs> is to wear a mask. There's a good one. <laughs> only removed to have the flask. <laughs> that didn't sound right no. at all. Um, you can make a whole song out of it. I don't think anything else rhymes with mask except task and flask. Ah, flat. Ask. 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 Bask in the glory of wearing a mask. My husband can't hear me in the background. Bask in the glory of wearing I, a mask. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so we want we want this mask wearing to continue, right? Yep. No, we want it to be stepped up. Okay. People should wear the mask. All right. Your face is the place. Your face is the place. <laughs> Bask in the mask. That's right. In the okay. mask. Yep. All right. Lisa. All right. Go ahead. You have questions. Oh, right. You have like a whole yep. page. Let's get into them. this. Let's get into this. Our, sorry. <laughs> I yep. I'll just keep going with this. Okay. Let me um, talk. Let me stop this the social distance rag. I just want to mention that that was written by the poet warrior Joshua Michael Stewart. Hey hey. Yep. Um. Also author of the shivering Jim song that yes. we've played on here. Yes. What else? He's just. He's amazing. He's amazing. So, amazing. Um, thank you, Josh. Um, we love you. Okay. Um, as I delete your song. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we started off by talking a little bit about what Lisa was doing in our small rural town of mm-hmm. Belchertown, Massachusetts, and I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that Lisa and some uh, friends did was start a Facebook page called Belchertown Helps. Now I'm going to turn it over to Lisa to tell us what is Belchertown Helps. Uh, it's a, a private Facebook group for any residents in town um, who might need assistance during this time, whether it's somebody to run an errand for them. Um, if they're feeling like they need support with uh, food or um, really it runs a gamut, clothing, um, monetary, anything that members of the community feel willing and able to do to support them. Um, that's one of the avenues they can take is posting on the Facebook page or if they're feeling uncomfortable doing so, um, because obviously it is a you know, a sensitive thing to ask for help. And it's not something everybody is comfortable doing. They know that they can, well, at least I hope they know that we've made it clear that they can um, send a private message to myself or the other two administrators of the page. Um, and we can certainly help that uh, organize something to bring them the assistance that they need. It's also been a place where um, people have posted their support for local businesses, uh, especially, you know, the small businesses in our community who have been affected mm-hmm. by this, you know, supporting the local restaurants, um, you know, what experiences people have had with takeout or curbside pickup, anything like that. The, you know, the staff at our local stop and shop has been amazing mm-hmm. posting updates about, you know, if they have toilet paper, if they've had hand sanitizer, you know, if the shelves have been restocked with meat and poultry and dairy and eggs, you know, all those things that more so at the beginning of when all of this shutdown started that, 
we couldn't, you know, find as easily as we had in the past. So they've been consistently updating the page with what's been available. And I find that's been a pretty helpful resource. Um, also, you know, I think when this kind of started in March and people weren't so sure what the future held, a lot of people were sharing activities that they could do at home with their kids or resources for, you know, live streams from zoos and aquariums and other resources to get kids engaged while they were at home. That's kind of taken a backseat now that mm-hmm. remote learning is definitely in full swing. Yeah. But the page is really there as a support system for people in our community. And it's just been great. I can't believe how big it's gotten. Mm-hmm. I know. Have, I don't even know the number that we're at right now. It's well over a thousand yep. people th- that are in there. I think it was it was one thousand one hundred something when I looked at it this evening, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I have to say, I absolutely love that you have a mechanism for people to reach out to you privately, right? You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, especially in this time, you know, the last thing we want people to feel is, or the last thing we want people to do is not reach out for help because they might feel embarrassed or mm-hmm. shamed because they need exactly. help, right? Yeah. And I think that's that's a really great thing that you and the other page administrators set up. Now, one thing I observed when I was looking at the page was that somehow you all had the foresight to start this thing on March 12th or March 13th, like before even the state had gone on into full lockdown. That's when the schools, that was the last day of school. Yeah. March yeah. 13th. Was March the last 13th. Day of school. But what I'm curious about is um, you and the other people, how did you, how did you anticipate that something like this might be needed in the community? And did you have conversations with each other about, how you could help? Like, I'm just really curious, like, yeah. Yeah. So I had that morning I had, um, work scheduled and my client had actually canceled because her daughter, uh, was a sophomore at Smith. So she had to cancel working out, you know, her training session to go move her daughter out of Smith and bring her home. So I took that as an opportunity. I left our little one with my mom and dad Mm -hmm. and I did all of the errands that I could possibly cram in, you know, (laughs) Target, Stop Mm -hmm. and Shop, Trader Joe's. I went everywhere I possibly could because I had no idea what was going to happen. And I myself, you know, healthy 38 year old was so overwhelmed in the stores, waiting in line and seeing how picked over all the shelves were. And I was standing in line at Trader Joe's and there was a woman next to me who was in um, a wheelchair and she was elderly and she had two things in her basket on her wheelchair. And she was like, I know I'm not going to be able to get these two things anywhere. And I struck up a conversation with her in line and I was like, just, you know, go ahead of me. You only have two things. I had literally a cart and a half worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so just go ahead of me. And she said, I just don't know when I'm going to be able to get out again. And in my head, and I saw another elderly couple walking around and you could literally see like the fear and the panic yeah. in people's faces that day. And this was on the 13th. It was in the morning before schools had been shut down. Um, and I just was saying to myself, like, I don't want my parents having, you know, to go out and do all these shopping and errands and, you know, things and feeling like they're not going to be able to provide from themselves. 
And then I came home and I actually wrote a Facebook post about it on my personal page. And unbeknownst to myself, my other friend, um, Danielle, had done something similar. So then a third friend of ours, who's the children's librarian um, in town, (coughs) said, hey, she sent us both a message that you guys literally both both posted the same thing. And of course, and that's how it took off. We said, what can we do? Yeah. And there was Belcher Town Helps. That's how we did it. That's amazing. That moment in the store yeah. inspired the page. And I think... <laughs> that I mean, moment in Trader Joe's. No, I mean, I, I, really, I really am impressed because, you know, a lot of us like myself were in the... I was in the store earlier in the week, like in yeah. Target, and had kind of a similar experience mm-hmm. of looking at the shelves and like not being able to find acetaminophen and being like, oh shit, something about bad is about to happen here, yeah. right? And then, you know, we have some some people who, instead of like me, were um, forced into a shivering pile of fear, mm-hmm. stood up and said, well, let's do something right. to help the community. Right. So you, you combed through all the panic and created something that was yes. actually a resource. But this yeah. is also kind of my way of dealing right. with that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Of course. Too. Yeah. You know, like we all have our way of dealing and coping. And for me, this is kind of the path that I've always taken because it helps yeah. me kind of com- compartmentalize mm-hmm. yeah. and put all of that nervous energy and anxiety into something that I feel is constructive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it works for me. Yeah. You know, but everybody deals differently. Yeah. Yep. So this has been almost in place for two months now. And I was yeah. I was looking at it and like I see there are like still like multiple posts a day. Yeah. Like it's very much a vibrant active community. Yeah. And one one question I had was since starting it um, as admins, has there been anything that has surprised you as you know, the administrator of a of a community site like this? Uh well one was how quickly it grew Mm -hmm. that was pretty shocking um but also i mean and it's not really surprising giving the community that belgian town has just how forthcoming and open and supportive and just lovely people have been you know we had to set it let me backtrack when we first started it we didn't set very clear parameters it was basically like be nice, you know, mm-hmm. what you think would be enough for a bunch of adults to figure out how to do. But then we have to go back and bring the prayers in a little bit more, you know, and set more strict rules and basically explicitly say, this is exactly what this site is for. There yeah. are other forums in the community. If you feel like you need to post links and you know things that aren't necessarily supportive or helpful to people when they're needing you know feeling their most fragile and needing support um so that needed to be taken care of but overall it's been such a positive thing yeah you know mm-hmm. it's just been great that's great yeah aside, thank you for yeah, doing that for our yeah absolutely Yep. Aside from the kind of um, ground um, needing to refine the ground rules or operating rules as you went forward, was there anything else that you didn't anticipate that would happen 
after standing up the site that did happen? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it, I, I was almost anticipating that it would die down a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. as time had gone on. Um, but it just keeps continuing to develop momentum and it's shifted over the last two months. Whereas it seems like at the beginning, it was more like almost like panic. Mm -hmm. Um, and people just kind of really coming there to almost ease their discomfort where now it's just seems like a steady stream of resources, like, you know, the updates from stop and shop Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the businesses as far as, you know, restaurants and, you know, things that people have ordered, um, that have been really good. And you might want to try this and different delivery services for food and, you know, resources like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think the economic and social impacts from this pandemic are going to persist quite a while, Mm -hmm. right? Like probably for 18 months or so. So, You know, I, I think I think people are going to continue to use the site well beyond probably, yeah. you know, whenever Baker begins phasing. Yeah. Baker is our governor in Massachusetts. Whenever the governor begins doing the phase reopening, like I don't yeah. think people's people, need for help is going to diminish. And right, and I and I think so many so many of us, anyways, you know, live so close to the brink of Mm -hmm. um, financial insecurity, right? You know, how many of us, you know, us included could go Mm -hmm. without four or five paychecks? Not many, like, you know, before we're just completely in trouble, right? And so I think a site like this is going to continue to be valuable. I hope so. And I hope too that even, you know, if and when we do get back to some sense of normalcy, it's still a place that people can come yeah. and feel comfortable, you know, asking for assistance and use as a resource of the community. Yeah. You know, no, like yeah. there's no, there's no harm in that. Even if it becomes a place, you know, where we celebrate, um, you yeah. know, like our, the seniors graduating, you know, down the road yeah. or, you know, uh, the band hopefully you know getting back and winning some award you know yeah. at a competition or something like that like yeah. a place where people can come as a community and celebrate all the positive things that happen yeah I mean I think yeah. I think maybe what you're driving at maybe a little bit is that there are these other sites that sometimes pop up that have mm-hmm. good intentions that somehow go off the rails and I think the um, the commendable things that you guys did as opposed to allowing the shitstorm or, you know, to happen, which can happen is, you know, you put, you saw the minute any, anybody stepped out of bounds, you very quickly were very, put all those parameters back into place, you know, like yeah. there's that like adopt a senior group yeah. that somebody put together here locally and it somehow grew nationally and that turned into a giant shit show oh, i don't really? even know what happened bro i feel so bad for them yeah yeah and that was a question i had was have, did you at the beginning or do you still have to deal with trolls coming onto the site and causing trouble Actually, no, I'd have to say probably after the first month or so, Mm -hmm. um, I had so many posts reported and messages from people, you know, saying this, that, and the other thing about 
certain people. Um, and it is really, it was really hard for me and the other administrators to say like, this person's taking advantage because you don't want to assume the worst in somebody. I'm always someone who wants to assume the best. Right. Um, so hearing that, you know, people saying negative things about uh, certain people who are posting was hard, mm. you know, and then we did have some people who were trying to scam do a GoFundMe page and we found out they were um, people who were scamming and just yeah. taking people's money. Um, so that was, really disappointing, but I think you're going to find that in all situations where you're going to have people take advantage of others, kindness and generosity. Um, but Hey, I've got three boys, so I am no stranger to putting (laughs) my, putting my foot down and saying, listen up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this isn't going to fly here. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think that's great, right? I think Mm -hmm. all online communities need um, conscientious um, curation and moderation. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. There are some moderators out there who don't moderate, I think, intentionally. Well, yeah. I think we all yeah. know who you're. Yeah. yeah. They, they enjoy chaos, I think. Have oh, you yeah. had, have you had any, um, and you don't have, I, I'm, I'm definitely not asking for specific examples that um, would call out anybody, um, but have you had any moments that, either reaffirmed or reestablished your faith in humanity, like in a good way, like, like, oh my God, this is something Mm -hmm. so amazing that happened because of this forum. Yeah. um, Yeah. I'm not going to share too many details, but there was one of the administrators received a private message from somebody who received assistance from another member in the group. And it was one of those, aha moments because the recipient was literally at the edge, you know, where their life could have gone one way or another way. And because of someone in our community and because of, let me, let me backtrack because of this person's bravery for saying, I need help. Right. Someone in our community was able to step up and provide that. Um, And just knowing that our, the Belchertown helps page was the, catalyst for them to be able to do that. Um, you know, that's exactly why we wanted to set up the page. So it's just been great. And then even, you know, the other day, um, one of the families in town were inspired by, um, another resident in town who wanted to donate a $50 gift certificate to a local small business. And they were asking for nominations on their personal page. And then friends of ours posted the same thing because they were inspired, you know, by her generosity. So they wanted to do the same thing. So it's just, you know, those pay forward moments that are really affirming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, acts of, acts of goodwill in a lot of ways are contagious, right? We feel good by seeing them and we want to participate in them. And I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So, are you going to keep the page going even yeah, after? I, yeah, even I see ap- no reason to take yeah. it down. If if it can be there as a resource for people in the community, why not? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what about you, Stomping Jen? What? Any other questions about the Belchertown Helps? No. Okay. No, I think it's great. Okay. Thank you. Well, yeah, thank you for, you know, being such a inspirational community leader for, you know, I really believe that. I think, Oh yeah, you definitely are. You know, you, 
um, in, in ways I think that have direct meaningful impacts on people's mm-hmm. lives. You know, you and your um, co-page administrators have done something really <laughs> important. I don't want to forget them. No, it's just, As, but they didn't I'm agree not, to be, they didn't I'm not ag- laughing. Yeah. At, I'm just laughing at the way that you are very articulate about their name. The co-page administrator. Well, I'm, they're fabulous. I don't want to say their names because I didn't yeah. tell them I was. No, know, yeah, that's but, totally cool. No, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. So thank you. Um, you know, I, I think. Co-page administrators. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And Lisa. I know one of them very yeah. well too. And um, they're amazing. I don't know the third one very well at all. <clears throat> Actually, I don't know her at all. <laughs> all right, You'd so, love her just as much. Yeah, I'm sure I would. All right. So tell tell us a little bit about your um, Lisa Stahl personal and group training. Oh, exciting! Oh, tell wow, us a little thanks. bit about that. And <laughs> and I noticed that I, when I was creeping that Facebook page, I noticed that one's been up a little bit longer. So yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I started. Um, well, I'll backtrack a little. I started teaching group fitness when I was at UMass as an undergrad. Ooh. Started taking classes for credit, and then I started teaching classes to get paid <laughs> and uh-huh. for credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I taught for a while after school. I let my certifications go, and then um, probably in like 2014, I think it was, I got recertified and started teaching again. And personal training was something that I'd always wanted to do. It was just something that I really, I don't know, just drug my feet with doing. I was a teacher for 11 years before I left education and knew that I just couldn't really do it anymore. What did you teach? What did you teach? uh, Integrated preschool, kindergarten, first grade. Okay. Kind of. See, I didn't yep. even know childhood. that. I didn't even know yeah. that about you. No way. Yeah, yeah. Early childhood. I could see that though. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I kind of switched gears and did. I went fitness, you know, full time. And then in um, two thousand, what year? We're in two thousand twenty. So, yeah. uh, two thousand eighteen, I. To be perfectly honest with you, it was a forty percent off sale. <laughs> personal training certification that I've been eyeing for years so I finally I said to my husband like listen I really really want to do this and he just said go for it he's always been super supportive of anything that I wanted to do I had my eyes set on it and I went for it um and I started training I had my first client in January of 2019 so the training aspect is fairly new You know, I've just wrapped up my first year um, of training when all of this Mm kind of happened. So it's been a year. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I yeah, so fortunate to be able to do what I love. Yeah. So obviously, when I think about personal training, right? I think about you know teaching in person, individually, Mm -hmm. coaching like one on one, or teaching like large group classes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask the obvious question and I'm not, you know, I'm not asking to see your, your, your financials, but in like broad, in broad, where's your PNL? Yeah. And your broad, in, 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 in the broadest strokes, I can imagine that this, um, this friggin' COVID-19 has, you know, had an impact on, you know, your ability 
to run your business, um, yeah. or, or at least part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I am fortunate in that the client base that I have, um, is super supportive. Um, and- I pretty much have been working with the same people since I started. Um, I've gained new clientele over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but my base clientele has just been there for me and they continue to be there to support me. Um, and I actually have, um, uh, five clients that I'm working with through zoom Mm -hmm. or FaceTime, um, at home in our basement, (laughs) (laughs) um, working with whatever equipment they have being creative. And I, I really can't complain. Um, obviously it's not ideal. I like to see, be face to face with people and do working with them over a screen is so different than being in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is, yeah. you know, yep. <laughs> and I, I'm fortunate. I get to be home with my family. I can create a schedule that works for my kids and it works for my husband and it works for me and my clients. And I go down in the basement and I set up my little area and we still, you know, they still get their, their training sessions in. That's awesome. And I'm really curious. um, You mentioned there's some things you can't do that you could do in person and you have to teach differently. Can you talk a little bit about maybe what some of those things are, you know, like if I was, if I was there, you know, and I was doing an arm curl, like, you know, you wouldn't be able to walk over and be like, okay, nope, you're doing it completely wrong. You got to do it this way. Like what are some examples of the way you have to teach differently online for fitness? It's a lot of verbal chewing, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot more verbal instruction um, because even though they can see me, it's not the same as being next to them or in front of them or, you know, me watching their form. Um, So it's me really knowing my people, them be really knowing me and my style um, and feeling comfortable with the movements. And the other thing that I'm also really shying away from is adding new material, you know, new movements, Mm -hmm. because I want them to feel comfortable and confident in their ability to do what they've kind of already mastered up into this point. Um, But I also need to feel comfortable and confident that what they're doing, they can do safely and effectively, because if they can't do it safely and effectively, then what's the point, you know? How do you get paid? Do people pay you like through Venmo or like PayPal? PayPal and Venmo. Okay. Yeah. Any, any, um, any like old school people who want to like drop a, you know, <laughs> sorry. I, if I, I, I just, I just realized I don't want people like coming, <laughs> scanning your porch for envelopes being dropped, but no, no. <laughs> I actually, I have yeah. uh, a senior client that I work with and she's yeah. all about the PayPal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. no. yeah, that's good. Yeah. good. yeah, that's good. And I imagine yep. the, imagine those, I mean, Stomping Jen, you but, use these um, yes. these Venmos and these PayPals yes. all the time. The, yes. I've never even done it. Yes, because I do all the money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is having those structures in place must have, ma- must have made at least part of this transition or this temporary situation easier. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to yeah. worry as much, you know, yeah. about yeah. 
you know, teaching a class and getting yeah. stiffed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting because Lisa and I talk about this a lot. Um, it's, it's so much this transition point from in person to like remote, you know, I think it's, it's easier for people who feel comfortable with each other to be like, I want to take your class kind of deal. Cause there's so many free resources for group fitness and things, Yeah, but I would rather pay money and do classes with Lisa. Cause I know mm-hmm. her, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, you know, the fact that there was a following previous to this, I think also helps lend to this transition point. Yeah. And it's curious, did you pick up people that wouldn't have ordinarily gone to the studio during like, this period? There's, I mean, I have pretty, so I'm also teaching classes. So aside from the training piece where I'm working with people one-on-one, I'm also teaching I think I'm like, it's like five classes a week. Um, and those are through Facebook. Um, so how I'm structuring it. And I think there's, well, I know there's instructors who are doing it differently, but how I wanted to do it and I'll get to your point, Jen, I promise. Um, (laughs) how I wanted to do it was set it up so that people didn't have to come at the time that I was able to teach. Like I said, I'm doing this at a time where I know I can be around to help my kids if they need help with their work. And, you know, my husband can take the little guy outside and so that he's not interrupting. So if I'm doing a Facebook live workout at eight o'clock in the morning, but you can't come because you have to work, well, that Facebook live workout is going to be there for you for six days. So that way you can access it when it works for your schedule. So that has opened the door for people to take mm-hmm. the class who wouldn't normally, you know, go to the gym right. because you no know, class was at five 30 at night and they can't do five 30 at night. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, I'm get. I have a consistent, the same consistent group of people, but I'm also consistently getting new people trying yeah. different classes, which has been great. Yeah. 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 I love it. Cause I get to listen to her. And because like, you know, it's like you like it's funny because you you have this rapport when you're doing group fitness that you kind of lose out when you're not doing them live. Yeah. But I think in Lisa's point and to even some of the other people that I might have taken classes with, like, you know, the people that you're teaching to so well, that you know, like when they're complaining and like (laughs) when like they've had enough or, you know, like when to really push them. Like that's the been the one thing like you know, we'll be, I'll be doing a workout of yours, Lisa. And then like, at some point I'm just like, Oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And that's exactly when you'll be like, and now you can do it. You can do it. And it's like, yes, she knows what's, you know, like, you know, we're going through it at the same time, even though we're not yeah. physically in the room together. And that's, yeah. that's why I personally, I, I love group fitness anyway. And that must help because I do a lot of friggin' Zoom calls. Yeah. And, you know, when you get the little tiles up, you can't really see everybody. But if you know them, right? If you yeah. like know them, you probably know how they're doing with a particular, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, ec- uh, movement or exercise. And you can, right. you know, yell at them to motivate them a little bit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like stomping Jen, pick it up. I know yeah. you're slacking over there. and. <laughs> online don't, don't yeah. call me out next class yeah no, no i won't and that's why i didn't wa- i was like waffling back and forth I'm like should i do zoom or should i do facebook but i yeah. i went for facebook because not everybody who wants to take class also wants to be seen yeah you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. um and i know you could turn your camera off but at least this way 
See, it was totally, it's pretty, it's anonymous, basically. I, I'm yeah. one of these people who would never go to an in-person class because my embarrassment um, quotient is so high. <laughs> like, I just get, like, super embarrassed when it comes to moving in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like, so dancing or, like, exercise <laughs> classes. Like, I could never do it. But I think yeah, I oh, might be able to. take a class? No. <laughs> But I think, you won't have her. yeah. <laughs> um, What's the one thing? So the one thing I go ahead. <laughs> this, this is sort of embarrassing, but it's not really. Yeah. I mean, it's totally embarrassing. But like you know, I'll take yoga classes. <laughs> like the one thing that's like the best. Yeah, is you can you can let it go. <laughs> You can fart if you need to. You're not like stuck in a class full of room, you know, full of people yeah. who are like going to hear you or whatever. I can oh, wear you mean whatever. at home. Yeah, at home, and like yeah. I can wear whatever I want. Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you know, if I'm really hot and I want to take off my shirt, but I don't, I wouldn't do that in class just to have my sports bra on. Yeah. But like, who so, cares if I'm home? Yeah. So I um, so I once attended a Zoom call where the person yeah. showed up. They didn't realize their camera was on and they were in their tidy whities right? And we had to, like, tell them, you know, your camera's on because they were behaving in a way that they didn't know their camera was on. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, without, you know, obviously embarrassing anyone in particular, you know, has anything, like, super embarrassing ever happened while you were teaching an online class that you just kind of had to file away and keep moving online to me or to some, well, no, oh, that you saw. The, yeah. Maybe they, they can't see me. Yeah. I can't see them. Oh, they okay. can see me, but I can't see them. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, I know I have, um, like one time I'm just like absent minded in the morning. Like the caffeine hasn't kicked in all the way by the time we start sometimes. And like, I forgot my class upstairs and I had to run upstairs, but I'm, I'm home yeah. whatever, you know? And I also feel like, like Jen was saying, like, I know everybody, so it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm not also not like super worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. I saw, I saw, I sent you a picture of this. So, you know, Hi. this is real. I'm not Hi. making this up. There was a guy who showed up to oh, one God. of my calls in, in a, a black velvet bathrobe. And it was like half that open. That was half, like <laughs> half open. So his chest is hanging out, like his nipples uh. and his chest hair. And he's he's just lounging in this big black leather chair. I was like, this is a work call. I was like, whoa, you are pimping. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Yeah. People are funny. All right. So here's a yeah. question I had. Okay. That has been, I've been been wondering about this, but you can't see people. But as an instructor, do you have to think at all about what if somebody had a medical emergency while taking an online class? Online? Well, yeah. I mean, it's nerve wracking when you're in person. Yeah. And it's nerve wracking online because you can't see how they're right. reacting. You can just mm-hmm. hear. No. You can just hear the. No, the, she the can't thud. hear anything. No, I can't. Oh, hear you can't. No, she does it on Facebook Live, so oh. it's only. It's literally it's one just way. One direction. One direction. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, it. You know, I, I have insurance. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah. No, I mean, and and you know, the thing too is, I I post a little thing that you're working out at home like you have to be yeah yeah, you have to be responsible for you and 
I mean, it comes with the territory with any, you know, activity. Yeah. Yeah. There's a risk. Yep. So, yeah. So, okay. So you do have to at least say something about that. And yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So what do you think once we're able to start returning to in-person spaces Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, do you have any thoughts about what your in-person classes are going to look like? I can't even imagine to be completely honest with you. It makes me so nervous to think about being in, and this is just my own Mm -hmm. nervousness, anxiety, um, being in tight, closed places with people, especially people who are breathing heavy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, exerting themselves, uh, sweating. Uh, You have fans going for circulation, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, it's nerve wracking. I have no idea what group fitness is going to look like yeah. Yeah. when this all comes back. I know there are gyms that are open in other parts of the country. I'm in like closed private groups for personal trainers and fitness instructors. And this yep. has been such a hot topic. And I've actually, anytime I've seen one of the posts about it, I've stopped reading them yeah. um, just because I'm sure you can imagine everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and I just, I don't get some people. But. Yeah. Yeah. Like our, our gym that we belong to, it's a, like a national chain, Planet yeah. Fitness. That's where I used to go before all of this happened. Yeah. And they've been starting to send out like guidelines, I think, to prepare people for reopening. And one of the things they're saying is like, we're going to have to do every other treadmill. Like people are going to have to be six feet apart, which immediately, yeah. you know, reduces the capacity by like half. Right. Right. You know, they're going to have, they're going to have to be uh, some kind of limited amount of opening. It's a little for- crazy. I mean, even like, sorry, this is not like a fitness place, yeah. but like, uh, six flags, which yeah. is an outdoor amusement park. You do a lot of walking there. They're talking about like reservations, like a reservation yeah. only methodology yeah. of opening up the facility, you know? Crazy. Well, I mean like classes, it's a lot of gyms yeah. are by reservation, you know, but yeah. even still, you know, what are you going to do? Mark off boxes on the floor, yeah. you know, right. so you're in your six foot grid, but then what about shared equipment? Yeah. And then, you know, you're exerting yourself and you're breathing heavily right. into yeah. a closed space. And it's just, there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do. Yeah. yeah. Would you teach outdoors? Um, no, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like I can't even give a solid answer until I feel like I know what is going on in the world. (laughs) You know what I I mean? There are so many what ifs and if this, then that, that it just seems, I don't know. I don't want to say irresponsible, but almost. No, it is irresponsible. No, it is. If I was, I can answer the question stomping. (laughs) If I was an instructor, I would not teach outdoors. Oh, I'm just curious because I know I've heard rumblings of people like getting excited about with the warmer weather, potentially doing workouts outside. They're all wrong. Yeah, they're all wrong. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say there was before I tuned all the people in these groups out, there was a post about someone in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Was it in, yeah, like in Denver, because I think they're partially open, um, doing outdoor boot camps yeah. in like residential neighborhoods in their common areas. And it's like, first of all, you're, there's no way these people are at six feet apart. Yeah. There are like 50 people on a small common. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like, you, it, it, 
there are so many other ways that you could be working out responsibly. And, you know, I hear people saying like, oh, people need to work out for their mental health. And, um, you know, it's, it helps people feel like they're getting back to normal, but it's like, there's, yes, mental health is extremely important, but there are also other ways to get that release in that you don't need to cram 50 people onto a common. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's horrible. Did you ever have any college teachers or professors or TAs who are like, okay, it's spring, it's a beautiful day, let's go outside and, you know, do our class outside? I hated that. (laughs) It was the worst thing ever. I want to sit inside. You do? In the air conditioning. What? I want to learn without bugs. because you hate the sun. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> bugs interfere with learning He's or allergic act- to the sun yeah they interfere with you activities <clears throat> yeah that nordic nordic Out- blood no <laughs> learning should be conducted outside it should all be inside under controlled conditions all yeah. exercise and learning i'm not opposed to outdoor workouts i'm just not sure i think it's the right thing to do now okay we have space for all opinions here um stomping <laughs> jen how do yes. you feel about Outdoor learning. Outdoor. I'm not, we weren't talking about outdoor learning. Outdoor exercising. I like to go out hiking. Would you take a class bike riding. outside no, on a I'm, common? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Depends <clears throat> the size of the common, how far away we are from each other, whether or not you can hear the instructor. Yeah, we'll all have to disagree. We'll have to agree to disagree. I think all, I out, all I outdoor activities should be banned. I don't know about that. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, stomping Jen. That, yes. Those are the Sati's end of my. Frank. Those are the end of my. We've prepared, reached the end of his prepared. Interview. My prepared questions, Lisa. What um, questions do you have for us, Lisa? We just grilled you for the past hour. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Is there anything you were wishing we had asked you that we didn't? No, you guys were so thorough in your questioning. <laughs> you need to know every very like every inch of what it is to be a fitness. I'm glad you brought up the farting in class because what? I I it was like oh I don't want to be that crude. Well, it's like the worst because I've taken yoga in person in yeah. groups and people yeah. with usually it's more um, older people. But when you're in poses, sometimes it's not so easy to control okay. bodily functions when you're contorting your body in that, a strange position. That tells me you're trying too hard. No, no. Yeah. That's just, you need to step back the level of effort a bit. That is just the way of the yogi. All right. <laughs> True so, stories. But right. Lisa doesn't teach yoga. She teaches other things. <laughs> All right, um, Stomping Jen. Yes. Oh my gosh. So. You just played a bumper like out of the blue. He just like literally just hit the button. He was like, all right, I'm just going to spring this bumper right on you. Yep. So this is the part where we just chat with people about how we're entertaining ourselves, Lisa. But if you're you're done and you don't want to join us for that, you're perfectly. And uh, we know you have three, three (laughs) youngsters. In your domicile. But we're, um, we're two of whom are still up, so I'm going to go oh, corral geez. them and make them go to bed. Oh, my okay. goodness. Real quick, one last question. Is there anything okay. on TV or a movie or music, something you're really into right now that you want to just recommend for the people who listen to our podcast? 
I'm actually really looking forward. This is kind of pathetic, but at 10 o'clock tonight, mm-hmm. Amy Schumer has a new cooking show on the oh, Food nice. Network okay. with her husband, who is an actual chef. I think it's just called like Amy Schumer Learns to Cook. Um, I She's hilarious and I love her realness. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm actually looking okay. forward to watching that tonight. All right, fun. We'll, um, Maybe we'll watch it. Yeah, we'll let you step off then. We'll give you this opportunity. But first, I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on here and talking to us. I think people are going to learn a lot um, from hearing um, you talk with us. So thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and, ag- and, and again, thank you for all of the great work you've done for our community in Belchertown, Massachusetts, and for also providing... Um, the opportunity for people to be able to continue to stay in shape when they're locked in their homes and can't go anywhere and exercise. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys have a good night. Okay, you too. Yes. Feel better. Ah, thank you very much. All right. All right. You guys take care. Bye. Bye. Bye, Thanks. Well, that was fun. Oh, my God. You're like the most predictable script what do you mean? That's not a script. We didn't, we didn't I realize that she was signing off. We didn't ask her any fun questions about what you can use as alternatives for weights. Oh, did you have that as a question? No, I didn't write it down. Oh, well, you should have. Yeah, well. What are some things you could use as alternatives well, to weights? funny you should ask. What's that? You can use soup cans soup or cans. Uh, big jugs of laundry detergent. Did you notice we don't have a guest right now? Yeah. Is it disconcerting to be talking without a guest? No. Okay, that's just awesome. But now Zoom. I can see myself a little better on the Zoom thing. Yeah, because it like got bigger. Do you want me to shut it off? No, my I'll hair end is it. distracted. Okay, there we go. We don't have to look. End meeting for all. Mm. Bye. Okay, now it's just us. No empty Zoom room. <laughs> yeah, so empty soup Zoom. cans. You can use soup cans as weights. Apparently. What else? Yeah. Tell me what else. Laundry. You know, like big jars. Oh, yeah. What about... Cat litter bags. Cat litter bags. Those are heavy, though. Those are hella heavy. Those I are don't like know that I wouldn't want to work out with pounds. Yeah. What else? I don't know. We didn't ask the professionals, no. Okay. Or SOL. All right. All right, then. Well... What are we, we should... entertaining ourselves with? You played the bumper. Um, well, this last week we completely binge watched an entire series called Never Have I Ever. Yeah. What would you like to say about that? That was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Mindy Callig. What is it? Describe the show. Never. What's it about? No, I don't want to give it away. You don't have to. It's about an Indian girl growing up and losing her father, tragically. Yep. And then her kind of struggles with... Uh, her Indianness, her, her ethnicity, her ethnicity, her identity. Yes. Her mother, her yes. love life. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Yes. It was excellent. Excellent, excellent show. Well done. And it's what only like They're nine, like, ten episodes. Yeah, and it's short. It's like the short twenty. Yeah, 20 I I minutes. loved it. I wasn't expecting much out of it. I didn't really like. Um. What's her name? Mindy. I love Mindy Callig. Mindy Callig's other shows. I love her. I didn't like that doctor one. That's my favorite. I'm not a big fan of The Office. What? So I think she's better when she's producing and writing. Because hmm. this show is fantastic. Great. 
Never have I ever, right? Never have I ever. What else? Uh, I know what else. We should continue to play the social distance rag while we're talking. People need to hear it. By Joshua Michael Stewart. Poet extraordinaire. Go ahead. Nothing. What else are we Never watching? have I ever. Uh, we're I working ever. our way through Tales from the Loop, but mm-hmm. I think I may have to go that alone because you keep falling asleep. No, I didn't fall asleep at all. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> it's Tales from the Loop on... Amazon. Amazon, and it's a sci-fi kind of surrealist show. Mm-hmm. I'm watching dead to me i made it through the second season i made it through three episodes of the second season, season. two mm-hmm. yeah is it good yeah dead I to like me. It. yeah i don't think i'm watching anything else uh we're watching patriot sort of oh well how many yeah maybe we watch an episode of that tonight we need something with some i want to watch that amy schumer thing oh <laughs> you didn't you're not into that um I'm not against it. <clears throat> I heard an interview with her recently on Howard Stern that was really good. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. She had a baby. She did have a baby. It's a true. baby. Baby. And it's funny. The her, the baby's name is like Jean. Jean? Baby and her Jean. last name is like Atel. No, she, no, 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 no. So she named... She Okay, so she's really good friends with the comedian Dave Atel. Right, so she, the baby's middle name is Atel, Genatel, Genatel, Genatel. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Google it. That sounds like a shitty thing to do to your kid. <clears throat> she didn't realize it till afterwards. And Howard Stern was asking her if she thought she subconsciously did it because she's a comedian and she tries to turn everything into a joke mm-hmm. which I think there's some merit to that yeah I'm not sure that's something we could watch on demand we don't even know what his name is Gene David Fisher David Attell no Dave Attell. Yeah, but she it's named not him after David, David Attell. The baby's name is Jean. But David everybody Fisher. knows she named him after Dave Attell. This is her Amy story. Amy Schumer changed her son's <clears throat> name because it sounded like Janet's. I told you. <laughs> <It's> on CNN. <laughs> I told you. That's all from Howard Stern's interview. She's the one who said it, not me. I'm not making it up. Okay. Okay. What else? That's terrible. Anything else we want to talk about? You're going to be okay with these shingles? No. I'm worried about you. Don't be worried. All right. All right. um, So listen. We had fun. I think anybody out there in the world could take Lisa's class, right? Yeah. So let's give her a plug. Yep. Okay? Yep. Lisa Stahl, personal and group training. You heard her. Yep. She's a master of her craft. Mm Mm-hmm. She'll keep you in shape. Yep. She'll whoop you in a shape. Yep. So that's on Facebook. Okay? Yep. Lisa Stahl, personal and group training. And there's a link in the show notes. Yep. If you want to sign up for some classes. I recommend it. Are you going to take one? I'm not going to do it because I don't take classes. I told you that already. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing my part Ugh, here. My leg really hurts. All right. From the shingles? Yeah. All right. Can't keep you here longer? 
I love you. All right, one last thing. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell people during this time because I was experiencing um, a down mood just a few days ago. Yeah. Depression, whatever you want to call it, the blues. Yeah. The COVID-19 blues. That's right. <clears throat> Our friend Michael, who was on here a few episodes back. I don't remember what episode. Yeah. 78, somewhere around there. He's got a, um, a psychotherapy practice. Yeah. If you're in the Western Massachusetts area and you need to talk to somebody, you're feeling down. Okay. Amherst psychotherapy practice. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not in this general Western Mass area and you need to talk to somebody, please seek help. Seek help. What's that number? I don't know. Oh, I don't that's remember suicide either. hotline. Yeah. I don't Fuck, remember. I don't know. Well, Google it. Yeah, Google that shit. And call it, okay? Get some help. Yeah. We want you to get help. Yeah. Okay? We want you to stay healthy mentally and f- physically. I can't even yep. talk. You're fuck? all right. And so final thanks to all the people out there on the front lines helping us through this crisis. Okay. Mm-hmm. We love you. Thank you for everything you're doing. To our fans, thank you. Thank you. We love you. We love you. Bye now. Yes, downloads are down slightly, but that's okay. We know how hard it is. I'm 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 not listening to as many podcasts. I don't listen to any podcasts. Right? But did I tell you this story? Oh my God. So, I want you to listen to this for a second. <clears throat> so, there is a thing called the Boston Podcast Network. Okay, Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't they were advertising a thing online. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it said for just $245, you know, we'll get you started with your podcast. We'll record an episode for you. We'll do all the production, blah 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 blah. I left a comment on that and I said, "Why don't you teach a class for $245 to teach people actually how to start a podcast right for that money rather than just one episode and then a person only has one episode right they get no knowledge about how to right do an actual podcast and like run it and produce it right. and what like you and know like the workshop i teach yeah Okay. So what happened? So I left this comment. Yeah. Did everybody offer to pay you $245? <laughs> no. And it was meant in kind of to be kind of snarky. I was being a punk yeah. a little and bit. And now they're offering a class. Nope. And you they just wrote back and said, hey, soft serve, we really love your show. What? We love how you and Jen what? talk. <laughs> and we love the banter between you two. And they started calling out specific details from episodes. What? They're like, yeah, we're only up to the episode with the tattoo artist, but we really love that one and can't wait to listen to more. And then they were explaining in the comment how they're primarily a production company. That's how they make their money and make their living. And I get it. Like, I get it. But I just thought that. What are they going to do for us? Nothing. Nothing. They just just called us out in a positive way. But I thought that was interesting. Like, I had no conception in my mind at all that they were, listening that they were to listeners us. like i told you yeah you know and so boston podcast network thank yeah. you are you gonna um, add them to the show notes no <laughs> you should maybe they'll promote us all right i'll add you to the show notes if you promote us boston <laughs> podcast network but thank you um i appreciate the kind words and where was this now i need to know you could find it um 
so, anyways, I just wanted to tell you, I don't, how did I get on that? I don't know. We're okay. trying to get off of this. Thing. All right. So thank you um, to all of our fans. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you. And if you're listening to this and you're in the Western Massachusetts area or even beyond mm-hmm. and you have an interesting story to tell or you want to come on, we're yeah. always looking for guests. We are always looking for interesting right? people to talk to. It's true. Yeah, and it but, could be you. But despite stomping Jen's kind of overall demeanor we're always looking for positivity what i'm negative what are you talking about that was irony i'm the negative one okay people what we want to say is thank you for listening we love you we love you we will see you next time thanks for listening and finally without further ado we say to you what's dumping jen Say it louder in a more sing-songy voice. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Where's this comment? I can't find it. Bye now.